America. We are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. We got a problem. What is it now? Take a look. Where'd you get this? It doesn't matter where I got it, it's out there. You can't be sure Neil knew this. What difference does that make? Because if you didn't know, it's just bad luck. Harvey, he's the goddamn CEO. He knew. He kept it from us and he kept it from the guys buying his company. You don't know that. Yes, I do. And I also know you still have time to go stop the sale from going through. Are you kidding? They signed the documents. It's already gone through. Money hasn't changed hands yet, so you still have time to stop it. Mike. Harvey, if you don't get over there and find out All right. before. I'll handle it. And where are you going? I need to talk to Lewis. Whatever it is, it's gonna have to wait until tomorrow because if you don't get over there before that money changes hands, you are opening us up to a shitload of trouble. Suits, season seven, episode one is over. If you're ready to hear us talk about skin in the game, then suits yourself. I'm Rob Sestradino, back here with the man who's finally going to speak out about these model parties with the vodka. It's Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, it's season seven, and I am pumped. I am ready to talk about it because I do not remember any of this. I'm like, this is this is the grayest area of suits for me. I just, I have no clue what the hell is going on. Good. And so this is a nice journey for me. I, I, up until now, I've been pretty like, okay, I got the chain of events. But coming out of the gate and seeing that, uh, you know, Donna wants big things and uh, she's demanding her seat at the table and she's going to get it. I said, oh, okay. I don't remember this. Yeah, Let's do it. Let's talk about it. Get it, Donna. Yeah. Yes. All right. She deserves well- Am I crazy or are we so back? Yeah, it feels like we're back. Um, We have Mike and Harvey doing their old thing, you know, got the gang back together. But even now that they're more on a level playing field, it feels like they're friends as opposed to Harvey always dunking on him and being like, Mike, I'm in charge. You're not even a lawyer. Mike, I'm in charge. You're not even a lawyer. Now it's like Harvey says a thing. Mike says a thing. Mike couldn't do what Harvey wants or he could do what he wants. And it doesn't feel like he's so... uh, incompetent or it doesn't feel like he's insubordinate it just feels like no it's part of mike's contract he's living his own life i i'm enjoying the interplay between the two of them and it's giving me classic suits vibes but they're this is not classic suits you know harvey's doing some things that to me out of the ordinary there's some stuff with lewis that kind of gives you some flashbacks to the beginning as well so I'm yeah. interested in how we're going to navigate this. But new I feel line. like it, after a season six where I feel like that things were a little off uh, for the most part, like I feel like that this was an episode that felt very much like classic suits uh, while, you know, Jessica's not there. You know, I did feel like we actually did law. We did a case. We did a case. Mm-hmm. We did a case. We did some of our old trickery. You know, we're going to put you two people in the room together and let y'all uh, negotiate each other. But y'all don't know that y'all aren't negotiating mm-hmm. only against each other. But, Lewis you know, was an out of control maniac with the associates. I, there would be no more times for Lewis to disrespect me. I'm sorry. Like if I'm Rachel and Donna, 
just just tallying up the amount of times Lewis has just talked crazy to them. Like they were l- less than him. Like they were, uh, I mean, he legit used a chart this time and said like, I'm up here, you're below her, and then you're below her. You're you know, bottom. like, right. Yeah, like, uh, Lewis, we're done. That's not happening again. You, We're not friends. We're not family. I'm not the most important. Stop lying. Stop that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, classic Lewis. He's going off on the associates. This felt like suits. I think we're back. We're yeah. back, baby. Yeah. So I was like halfway through. I'm like, oh, this feels like uh, much different than, you know, what the vibes from season six. You know, we're in the office. We're dealing with cases. And, you know, it's like a feeling like a, like what the show used to be. Did we lose Benjamin? I don't know. I, I think he'll pop back up. I can't imagine that he's made his last appearance on the show. Yeah, but it's season seven. I feel like, you know, you, you got to pop out with your principal cast. We saw Gretchen is back. Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen Gretchen and Benjamin on the, on the screen at the same time. You think they're the, the same person? person? It's got to be the same actor. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, because who knows, right? Like, a quick switcheroo and then, you know, a twin twist or whatever the case it may be. Um, but yeah, I thought you pop out with your principal cast here. You see Lewis and Harvey, obviously Rachel and Mike are getting some content. Donna is pushing for a bigger spot at Pierce Inspector Lit. And um, Gretchen is back too, but no Benjamin. So I'm, I'm concerned about my boy. I don't know if he's going to make the jump to season seven. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Um, yeah, I'm just looking at the, like, I'm trying to find like reviews of, uh, the, the first one of the first episode and, mm-hmm. um, let's see, I, I guess that might be interesting to like, uh, look at some of these, like, um, I, I, you ever like look at like an episode recap from the time? Oh, uh, from like Rotten Tomatoes or something. Yeah, I feel like sometimes like the state of like recapping these shows like has uh, has changed a little bit, like from where we were like uh, you know over the last decade to now. Like sometimes like a lot of it would just be like these articles would just be like telling you what happened on the episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I found a Forbes article. Um, I only get four free ones because they're going to try to make me subscribe for $29.99 a year. I'm not going to do that. That'd be crazy, right? So instead, I'm going to just look at this little preview that I could find on Google. It says, ratings for season seven. This season, Suits will reach a milestone rarely seen on cable television 100 episodes. While once viewed as the gold standard for all shows looking to turn a profit, business models have changed to make shows with full, complete stories. However, 100 episodes is still 100 episodes, and it's a number that will make Suits infinitely resellable in years to come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> look at that. Um, so um, would higher ratings be nice? Sure. But at the end of the day, Suits is still the highest rating drama on USA. And, yeah. uh, as long as that's true, it will still be sticking along um, for a, a long while to come. So it's looking like, you know, the ratings are still good. Um, you know, despite it, you know, kind of going through some ups and downs in these last couple seasons. Um, but I don't see anybody like completely out on season seven, not not at least on this Forbes article. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about uh what's going on. And this was kind of wild. After Ofer season six, uh, we have the return of Harvey's therapist is back, Dr. Agard, aka Paula, and Harvey is back to like this. I just like this was just so out of nowhere. Of it's so dumb. Harvey <laughs> has been like after not seeing her for whatever a year for us has decided. You know what? I need to start uh, romantically seeing my therapist. 
Was Harvey aroused during his therapy session? Does he just go in there <laughs> because he went into yeah. the therapist? Well, no, seriously, because he wasn't. Shot. Well, no, no, no. I mean, like, <laughs> I didn't mean physically. Oh. I mean, like, was he going to the therapist because he was into her I and like, not because he needed therapy? Well, it seemed like he did not like her at various points. Right. But maybe that's for Harvey that he has, like, uh, the, um, he was emotionally charged. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. He didn't. He didn't do therapy how he should have done therapy. You know, like Harvey was not going to therapy and and being open to the process. He pushed back the entire time. This woman basically degraded him. And I think he just kept going back because he liked that feeling. Because even in this episode, when he goes to her, he says, I've changed. Uh, I made up with my mom. She's like, I never told you to do that. He's like, yeah, but I and I got my boy back. I got Mike Ross back. She's like, that's what you thought we were supposed to take from your therapy session? That you were supposed to go make Mike Ross a lawyer again? He's like, yep, that's mm-hmm. it. That's what I got. So I'm shocked that Harvey uh, right. was going after the therapist, but now it's making me look back at that and be like, Harvey, were you even trying? May I submit to Dr. Agard? Ma'am, stand up. Yeah, no. You know where the bodies are buried here. You know, this is not going to work. Uh, you know, like all <laughs> of the problems, like you've gotten to see, like uh, it's almost like buying a house, like, and you've inspected the foundation. You've, you you mm-hmm. know where all the cracks are. You know that there's a lot of problems here. This place needs a lot of work. And you're still like, all right. Sure. Okay. Yeah like a restaurant critic going in and talk and like and doing like a scathing report on a meal and then coming back the next day and be like you know i think i'll try it again though it's like <laughs> but you you already had it you you knew about it you know everything about it and it wasn't you who had to eat it you know you were just doing the reviews you this was for work now you're coming here for pleasure yeah can't be that bad um and dr agar even tells harvey at some point i'm starting to feel like you don't want a relationship you just want to talk about your problems and I'm somebody that you trust because you've already told me all your problems. And so now you feel like you can come to me on a personal level and not have to deal with like, Oh, scheduling a therapy appointment. Like if you could get like, I guess the best of both worlds, right. You can hang out with me. We can date, we can, you know, be romantic, but also you could tell me all your problems and issues and think I won't judge you because I already know a lot of them as a therapist. Mm -hmm. And to that, I say, well, Dr. Agar, if you know that, then why did you allow him to pull up at the at the end in his car and then kiss all over you? Like you you are you are correct. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're a doctor. Yeah. You've done the research. Maybe the better analogy would be like it would be like if Chappelle was watching The Walking Dead for fun in his downtime. Right, exactly. Like I sit around all day and I'm like, The Walking Dead sucks, y'all. The Walking Dead sucks. I'm doing uh, the po- the podcast being like, y'all, this show is not good. And then someone's like, so what are you doing today? I don't know. I think I'm going to watch Fear of the Walking Dead season six. <laughs> you want to come over and watch The Walking Dead with me? Yeah, it's like, why? Because I hate myself. Yeah, you want to binge you it know? with me from the beginning? Right. And if I ever say I want to binge The Walking Dead from the beginning, you know, I'm being held Just hostage. for fun. Like, that's... Yeah, yeah, that's that's like a safe word or something for me. Like, please, if I say that, please call the cops immediately. <laughs> okay, so then back at PSL, uh, Mike is back at work. Really, no time jump like whatsoever. Uh, no. like it's like the next day from the. Are end. we the only ones who want a time jump, Rob? We keep bringing it up, and they never give it to There's us. There's never a time jump, but somehow that <laughs> you know, five or six years have gone by. <laughs> It's every day. Suits is like the daily podcast covers every day of these people's lives. <laughs> like, tomorrow we have a next day, the next day, the next day. Um, yeah. 
Uh, it's a wonder that we've been we've made it through several years of this show in only uh, two months. Yeah. All right. So, Mike, we see him resigning from the Eastside Clinic. He's going to uh, give a five hundred thousand dollar check to Nathan. Now, I thought that the biggest thing that they could receive was fifty thousand dollars, but maybe that's one case. I don't know if this is like a charitable yeah, that's, donation that's or how this. Yeah. This is Mike trying to name the building after himself, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. So later on in the episode, and then Mike is going to go back to work at PSL. Later on in the episode, Oliver is going to come back and be like, Mike, you like you traitor. You said you weren't going to go back and work here. Look, at, look at you. You're working on these like corporate cases now. Is this going to work with Mike at PSL? I think so. Like, I think he's fine. I think as long as he has now scratched his itch efficiently, you know, or like sufficiently, like he's like, you know, I, this just, it's just like one more corporate case with me and Harvey. We just got to get this one out the way. It's closure. We got the game back together. But after this, I'm doing the good stuff. I'm doing the pro bono things. I'm, I'm trying to help the people. I think deep down, Mike Ross wanted to do that, but he just caved to Harvey. Now, if Harvey keeps pushing, I could see Mike caving more and more and more because yeah. Harvey called it out. Mike likes that stuff. He likes the, you know, the the back and forth and the, you know, the the deceit and all like the bluffing. That's his bag. He wants to do that and also help people. Mm -hmm. And those cases don't normally align, right? <laughs> so he's like, he's got to do that other one just to like to to get his rocks off. <laughs> You get it out of the system. If I'm yeah. Harvey, though, I think I'm going down to security and I'm giving them a picture of Oliver. And it's like, do not let this man into the building. If you no, see this man, escort him out. Do not let this man get near Mike Ross. This man could bring single handedly bring down Pearson Specter lit at any point. <laughs> do not let him in the building. Someone with a sense of morality in PSL is going to just destroy them from the inside out. Um, and yeah, Oliver is going to poach Mike Ross if it's the last thing he can mm -hmm. do. Like he he's gonna be like the the conscious, the little the little good angel on Mike's shoulder the whole time, being like, Mike, you swore, you promised, like, Mike, you were supposed to be better. Uh, yeah, I didn't think it was and, gonna be like this, Mike. What happened? I'm telling you, he has the wide-eyed innocence of a child. It's just really hard to say no to people like that. Mm -hmm. I have it too, Rob. I do. <laughs> it's, yeah. One of my skills. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about then. Uh, we have this uh, case that's going on here in this episode. Neil Stillman is a guy. Um, you know, it's so weird how when Mike was going through it, that everybody in the world knew about Mike Ross, the fraud. Um, mm -hmm. here's Neil Stillman, who is presented to us as like one of Jessica's oldest clients and Harvey shows up and he brings Mike. He's like, who's this guy? Like, yeah. <laughs> what? like what? He's like, why, why didn't you bring this kid around sooner? It's like, oh, <laughs> you didn't, you didn't know about the whole thing. Yes. You didn't hear Neil, Neil Stillman's like, I don't care. I, yeah. I do not care. I, I don't care. And he's he's kind of a bully. I kind of like him. Yeah. Neil Stillman, he's trying he's trying to sell his company and that we're trying to now get buyers. He has like a vodka business, but it's like one of these things where we're, we're getting like very like vague. We don't know what else he's trying to do. It's like I think the writers mm. are like, eh, like we're, we're not even going to come up with anything like uh, we're, we're not going to tell you. Don't worry about it. He's trying to do something else. Just take our word for it. And so Harvey and Mike, for the first time ever, say like, OK, here's what we need to do. 
we need to throw a party to bring in buyers for the vodka company. Bring in models. Yes. This seems like a, maybe a note from the USA Network of like, hey, we need to like uh, bring the sexy back to suits. Yeah. The mother don't know how to act. You know, <laughs> they bring it sexy back. I, I I remember the days of USA when it was very sexy, you know, like, especially mm-hmm. the Suits commercials. It was a lot of slow motion walking. It very much looked like like um like an Audi commercial or something, right? Or it's like it's like oh yeah, all you see is like cars and like very expensive suits, and you see the models walking by. Harvey's kind of cutting his eyes at them in the distance. They give you vibes that this show is a lot sexier than it is. There's almost no sexiness in the show at all. Yeah. Like it, it, very little sexiness. Well, even like on Netflix, like the poster is like in episode one in the premiere, like Harvey goes home with the waitress and she's like in bed mm-hmm. in his underwear. And I feel like that that's like on Netflix. I feel like often like the thumb. Now, maybe that maybe this is like Netflix is like, hey, we know how to get Rob. That's not why I started watching it. But like, I do think that mm-hmm. it is an angle that they try to. <laughs> to spin this show as suits. Oh, look! It's uh, there's uh, it's so sexy. No, that's your algorithm. My Netflix shows me Mike and Father Walker and Trevor all in church <laughs> yes, together. In church. Yeah, so I'm sorry. Prayer circle. Sorry. Maybe yeah, maybe that just that's just my type of content, Rob. It knows how to get to me, but for you, yeah, they know they gotta sleaze it up, <laughs> <laughs> sleaze it up. And so up. yeah, that we have this model party going on here with the vodka, and uh, we end up with that. Harvey says that we're going to vet the buyers because the people that hit on the women, we're going to know they're not serious buyers. And then the people that get too drunk on the vodka. So basically, we're going to eliminate people in two different rounds. I'm getting eliminated both times. And that's a a crazy thing. It's crazy to know that I would not be in the running for this in any way, in any way possible. Yeah. Because if I'm if I'm not hitting on somebody, I'm definitely drunk. Uh, and, I, and those two those two things might overlap. The Venn diagram might be a circle. They get it down to then a couple of buyers. They bring them in. They're doing their old like uh, Mike and Harvey tricks of putting the buyers in the same room. And then everything is looking good. Then we got another buyer on the hook for two hundred million. Good, good, good. And then Mike gives a folder to Harvey. He's like, Harvey, don't you understand? There's this other smoking gun and we can't go through with this. Yeah, we can't do it. We I, can't do it. I, it we don't know it, why. It, we don't know what the... No. We, we don't know like what, what was Neil Stillman trying to do? What did the like Mike smoking gun say? I guess we find out that like he has like the same like vodka formula as another company later on in the episode. Right. Whatever. Neil Stillman is... It's just all the all of this case is is just them saying we need to show that Harvey has lost his edge a little bit. Neil Stillman comes in and he says, I'm in charge. Jessica was well, I was her main client. I was one of the, I was one of the OGs. She's gone. And I feel like She's y'all gone. just we gonna keep this bit going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so um she's gone. All right, uh, so um they they have this um this client who is like I'm in charge. I, y'all have not been showing me the love that I deserve, and I'm a fire y'all because y'all need money. Y'all need me more than I lo- I need y'all. What's everybody like, gonna think? Right. Everybody's gonna think that Harvey Specter can't cut the mustard. 
yeah, you're no Jessica. And Harvey's like, oh my God, what if I'm no Jessica? And mm-hmm. so the whole time, he's avoiding doing the thing that classic Harvey would do, which is tell him to shut the hell up. We've seen Harvey talk so raw to these um, clients of his. I'm talking about people that pay him. He's like, oh, I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. Or you can get out the hell out of my you're office. You're going to take um, this deal. And if not, I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> basically. But Harvey's letting Neil Stillman walk all over him. And so by the end of the episode, he's like, I do need to stand up for myself. I mm-hmm. need to t- I need to talk crazy. Well, Mike this has time. to have a tantrum first of like Mike is like moves all of Harvey's stuff out of his office and brings in all like I'm going to go through all of my pro bono boxes now because you can't do what needs to be done. And he's like Mike, I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> Basically, well, Harvey walks in and Rob, this is the first time I'm noticing it. But Harvey dropped the f bomb. Yes, yes, he yes. dropped it, and the, but we like get like the f and u, the and then they yeah. drop out the c and the k. Netflix is bleeping the f word, but I heard it. I, I yeah. mean, I had to, I had to rewind it because I was like, wait, what did he say? Yeah, uh, but yeah, he's mad at Mike Ross because Mike Ross is like. I'm about to get to my pro bono cases because clearly you're not ready to step up into this mm-hmm. Jessica role. You're not the I mean, Harvey I used to know. You're not. And Jessica's role has been vacant. Uh, Harvey said that him and Lewis were going to co-manage, you know, PSL. But then by the beginning of this episode, he's walking around like, actually, I'm the new Jessica. I just I just haven't told Lewis yet, you know. Mm -hmm. And so Mike's like, you haven't told Lewis. You haven't said anything to this man. I don't think you're ready. I don't think you you want it. I think you think you want it, but you're scared and you're being a little punk. And Harvey's like, I'm going to whoop your ass. You know, like, Mike Cross, I will kill you right now. He's like, okay, well, that's not going to change the fact that you're afraid to do this job. And so Harvey had to take a, a look in the mirror and say, yeah, I'm Harvey Specter, bitch. And so he's going to go and tell Neil Spillman what it is. Is mm-hmm. that his name Spillman? Yeah. Uh, I think it is Neil Stillman. Stillman, yeah. He had to go tell him what it was. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. eventually he goes to him and gives him, um, you know, the old Harvey line of like, hey, you're not in charge. I'm in charge here. And if Here's you don't what like- we're doing, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So back at the office, you know, we saw at the end of season six, Donna had said that, hey, I want more. We didn't know what that meant. And so in this episode, uh, we see that Donna is telling Harvey she wants to be a partner. Yeah, I want to be a partner. Harvey says, you're not even a lawyer. She's like, okay, <laughs> but, 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 but <laughs> correct. Also, and <laughs> like, yes, she goes, but I've been your secretary for a very long time, for 10 years. Yeah. And without me, you would have been nothing. So I deserve to be partner. And he's like, that's not sound logic, but I think Donna, she does a, a bad job of making her case. But I think what she's getting at is that PSL would have been gone a long time ago, if not for her. Um, she's done a lot to keep this place afloat. She's also done a lot to bury them as well. Like Donna is not, she's not always a net positive. Yeah. As much Has as like she done a lot awesome to keep is. them afloat? Like I was like, I feel like that at this point, I, I don't know necessarily if Donna has done a ton to keep the the business afloat, but I do think that maybe now she's like, hey, that if I left, that do you know what would, would happen to this place? Oh yeah, and uh, Harvey even says it. In fifteen minutes, we're done. You mm-hmm. know, like if if this does not, if if Donna leaves, there is no way they survive. I think she she to this point 
did not have that kind of leverage because she was not that important. She was very important to Harvey. Mm-hmm. And at some point, she was very important to Lewis. But Jessica would have fired Donna if necessary. She was like, all right, we can get you. I mean, look, we brought in Gretchen. The ball stayed rolling, right? The trains were still on. The train was still on the tracks. Yeah. But without Jessica there to manage the boys, and I think that's really what it comes down to. You have Lewis and Harvey who are so incendiary. They're, you know, they just, don't talk to each other ever. They don't talk to each other. They do not communicate. They are not friends. They, it, as much as they want to lie and say that they're family, they're just not. And a lot, a large part of the reason they're e- ever able to get along throughout the series is because Jessica or Donna at any given point is walking into their office and going, you know, you need to go make up with Lewis. Lewis, Fine. you need to go make things right God. with Harvey's. And it's every other episode. We should have kept a counter at the beginning of this season, Rob. Next I mean, of this series, through. Rob. Yeah. Yeah, next time through of just how many times that they got in a deba- they got in an argument and it took one of those women specifically, not Mike, not Rachel, but literally Jessica or Donna to go in and say, "Be normal, stop acting like this. Y'all are weird. Is a- y'all are adults. Grow up." And she knows that now that there's no Jessica, it is solely on Donna to keep the peace because Lewis is losing his mind right now. And if Harvey gets wind that the associates are now suing Lewis and all this other stuff mm-hmm. because he's being a mega jerk. Harvey's not going to go to Lewis yeah. to say, uh, Lewis, maybe take some time off. He's going to go to Lewis to say, Lewis, if you do this again, I'm going to punch you in your face. You know, and so she knows she's very important. She has the leverage. She needs to put a little skin in the game, but yeah. she can make a play for senior partner, and that's what she does. Yeah, that was a good scene with Donna and Gretchen where that <laughs> Donna tells Gretchen she wanted to be the senior partner, and then uh, Gretchen talks about, like, uh, like, well, then you can go and, like, rip up your check. Of like, check? Like, yeah, you, yeah. the check, the, the check, your buy-in to be a partner. And Donna's like, oh, right, right. It's not free. I just don't get it because I, I'm I guess, Harvey's friend. Yeah, I guess I guess I didn't realize that because I make uh, I'm supposed to be making you know sixty thousand dollars <laughs> a year, and Harvey pays me. Really, Harvey mm-hmm. is just like uh, getting his own money back. Like he's just like, <laughs> essentially, yeah, essentially. And Harvey is very hesitant to make Donna see, uh, see your partner, but I think it's less about Donna and more about. Harvey just being hesitant in general in this episode. Like he just was mm-hmm. not moving the needle. You know, yeah. having a party for Ciroc. I mean, I would say Ciroc for vodka. Mm-hmm. It's just like, just Harvey having a party. Like, oh yeah, it sounds like something fun. He can hang out with Mike. He really didn't let want to let the old times go. Uh, but Donna comes in the very first scene, I think, that uh, when they're together and says, hey, I need you to make a decision and do not forget about me. And Harvey's like, I won't forget about you. And then moments later, she's like, so did you forget about me? He's like, no. She's like, so I just don't get an answer. I got five. I'm too busy trying to date my therapist. Oh, and please, I would love to see when Donna figures this out. (laughs) You know, her and the therapist had a moment where she was like, you know, Donna, I think you got what it takes to be a therapist. But you know what you don't have what it takes to? Date Date Harvey. Harvey, Because I'm a date Harvey. (laughs) (laughs) He's mine. (laughs) All right. uh, Let's talk about Lewis here in this episode. Because Lewis is so out of control. This might be the most out of control that we've ever seen Lewis. You know, Lewis had had a lot of growth, we (laughs) thought, towards the end of season six. And Lewis was seeming like that he is like doing a great job at different points. He won some liddies down the stretch. But Tara broke up with him in the last episode. And now Lewis is like, okay, I need to throw myself back into my work with the associates. And there is one associate who needs time off to go and have a baby 
And then Lewis gets so triggered to the point where, like, it was almost, like, unbelievable that this one conversation, like, Lewis started off the episode and he was kind of normal, but then got so triggered by this man needing two days off for the C-section. And he is just completely on tilt for the entire rest of the episode to the point where what was wild was that he's like this man is talking about how his wife needs a c-section and lewis is like what's he say like that's gross i don't want to hear about that that." and then uh, he says to this other woman stephanie about how hey and just because nobody wants to try to have a baby with you doesn't mean we need to hear from you i believe his words were you self-centered piece of shit. Do you think I care about the graphic details? And he's like, I just thought, I thought what? You thought they were giving shit about your job? <laughs> Let me tell you something. When you work here, you work here. You don't think about home and families and babies. So the next time you want to put your personal life ahead of the needs of this firm, you had a goddamn come to me a year in advance. I'd like to have a baby. He <laughs> said, <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie, maybe you don't know how babies are made because when people are trying, they know they're trying. Just because no one wants to ever try to have a baby with you doesn't give you the right to tell me how to run my associates. Oh, my God. You got that, <laughs> Stephanie? <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> Lewis, quickly, how many people have had to, tried to have a baby with you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nobody yet. Yeah. Nobody yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thanks, Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your professional opinion. Okay. Um. So Lewis is out of control, and Rachel and Donna are both trying to like clean up over this, and so there's like trying to talk to him. He doesn't want to hear it. He lashes out at Donna, like you mentioned. He lashes out at Rachel. Um. There is some thought of maybe Rachel should be running the associates. Uh. And ultimately, they're gonna tell Lewis about that. He. Flips out. You're trying to take the associates from me. He's not going to let it happen. And that's when Harvey has to come in. Uh, Donna tries to pull rank because she's a senior partner now. Uh, he fi- <laughs> That's how he finds out about this. He's not happy. Um, but ultimately, Harvey uh, tries to pull rank on Lewis about this. And by the end of the episode, Lewis does come around. Which is weird because Harvey comes in, takes Donna's side and says, Donna's a senior partner because I, oh, well, Donna says, I'm a senior partner. Lewis is like, since when? Basically. And we're, everyone at home is saying the same thing. And so um, Lewis is like, you don't just get to be senior partner today and then tell me because Lewis is still a name partner, right? So I don't think she outranks him. Mm -hmm. And so she comes in there like, you're done, Lewis. He's like, I'm not done, actually. And so when Harvey walks in, he's like, actually, Lewis, she is a senior partner now. He's like, okay. And so Harvey says, we're going to take this to a vote. And so I was like, all right, cool. But first, we but also first. have to vote for me to be managing partner. And so I'm thinking, Lewis, a lot of why, why, why relinquish this to Harvey if you know he's about to push for Donna to now you know, be in charge of you? But I think uh, Lewis is really rapidly realizing in that moment that what Donna is saying is true. He is, um, his head's that's not in the game, right? He's, he's just... He's being a jerk because of his personal life. And so he folds and lets Harvey be managing partner. But they're going to put this the Donna senior partner vote to, I mean, I, I guess Donna senior partner move to a vote. 
Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to figure out who's voting. Like, who are the voting parties? Is it just <laughs> okay? Harvey, I mean, Donna, it, and Lewis. Well, does does Donna get to vote on? Should Donna be a senior partner? No. So it's just Harvey and Lewis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is right? it like <laughs> does Mike get the as Mike get to vote as a junior partner? The junior partners get a vote. What are the logistics? Uh, what, listen, one of you lawyers out there, associates, hook us up. Tell mm. us what, what's, what's really going on. Yeah. I mean, so Mike, is, I mean, is Donna Mike's boss then after this? Yes, Donna's definitely Mike's boss. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm assuming Donna. Yeah, but Donna's not. Look, someone has to vote Donna in. That's that's how I understand this, and so I, I'm not quite sure who all the voting parties are because we know that. Lewis and Harvey were the only two name partners and there are no senior partners except for potentially Donna. So mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to bring in like the entire squad, give Gretchen a vote, maybe Katrina who might be a junior okay, partner. She's a junior, yeah, I think she's the same as Mike. Is she a junior partner or a senior partner? She's a junior I partner. She's a se- I, I think that the right now, I think it's that Lewis and Harvey are the senior partners, that Mike and Katrina are junior partners. Rachel's, Rachel's like uh, just an associate, an associate yeah. and then uh, Donna is like they soon to be like on par with <laughs> Lewis <laughs> and Harvey with all her years she's about to jump a lot of people uh-huh a whole lot of people if I'm Rachel I'm like so why can't I be a senior partner mm-hmm. <laughs> if I'm Rachel I'm literally asking that question yeah hey yeah, dad why- can I get 500k to be a managing partner at uh, PSL Hey Mike, can I have 500k since you just give it to random ass cl- uh, like clinics? <laughs> yeah, he could have bought a senior <laughs> partnership for that money. Yeah, for Rachel. If I'm Rachel, I'm, I'm I'm literally coming right, walking right in behind Donna and saying, "So, is it just open season on senior partners? Do I just buy in?" If I'm Katrina, I'm thinking the same thing. Katrina has been lobbying to be a partner at any of these firms for a very long time. She left Robert Zane, brought ten associates as well. We haven't seen her yet this season, mm-hmm. but if Donna can make a play for senior partner, Katrina definitely has a claim to it. Yeah. All right. So ultimately, uh, at the end of the episode, uh, Lewis, he's going to want closure. He's going to call up Tara. Like, really? Still with that? <laughs> Couldn't we just make a clean break with Tara? Like, it was fine. It was a voicemail. That's not a clean break. I I, I do not. But can't it just not, happen in between seasons? Couldn't it yeah, just Oscar, happen? We didn't need to yeah. see it. We didn't need to see it. Yeah. You're, you're right. We did not see it. Uh, and then we get some like office uh, moving around. So... Uh, we get where Harvey is going to move to Jessica's office. We didn't see what Harvey's new office looks like. We see Mike moving into Harvey's office. Uh, there's a funny moment with Donna talking about how Mike doesn't have the balls to fill Harvey's office. And, and then they start talking about, you know, the logistics of that size, the, the yeah. girth, you know. Yeah. Yep. I mean, what kind of balls is Mike Ross into? Basketballs, tennis balls? Like, what, what, what were he have bikes, balls displayed bikes, in his office? Yeah. Bikes, exactly. <laughs> he wants to put a bike rack in Harvey's office. Yeah. Not about the balls. Now, whose office did Donna take? Did Donna, like, uh, Donna's moving into an office, but I wasn't sure whose office that was. Um, Jeff Malone. Oh, she moved into the Jeff Malone office? Is that. Uh, it's the only other office I know that exists. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I think that maybe the Suits creators expected us to have like a better like, oh, that's this office. That's this office. That's this office. So maybe people who are uh, tracking this better could tell us. Mm-mm. Jeff Malone's office was directly next to Jessica's office. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like because Jessica did that on purpose because, yeah. you know, they, I mean, they were. 
Chappelle, as yeah. far as we're concerned, like I think there's a lot of empty offices in this building. Like every single, oh, like every associate could have their own office at this point. At, at some point, but you know the the bullpen's very important to us. Mm-hmm. Here, so that you got to have the bullpen. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure. Yeah. The the order of operation is like, at Harvey's and Jessica's office. Harvey's Jessica. Donna is Jeff Malone. Yeah. Mike is Harvey. And then Rachel is uh, and I mean, Rachel is Rachel and Lewis. Once upon a time at PSL, you could uh, you would think hundreds of people work there. We know the mm-hmm. entire roster of people that work there. There are okay. There is of course <laughs> at the top Harvey, uh, okay. Lewis now partner managing partner Donna, Mike, <laughs> Rachel. Okay, uh, that's, that's five. five. Okay, Gretch, uh-huh. Gretchen works there. That's uh-huh. six. Katrina is a partner who's also there, and there are then yeah. ten associates. There are seventeen people that work in this building. Please call our associates by name. You have Stephanie, yes, the ba- the man with the C section baby, mm-hmm. and then eight others. So yes, eight we others. actually know. We actually, if we give Stephanie and that other man uh, a, a name, we actually could name most of the cast. <laughs> yeah. The entire, oh, and Benjamin. And ben, Benjamin. I don't know if he's officially an employee. Uh, like, he's I guess. There. Yeah, he's there. He's there. He's somewhere in this building. Damn it. Unless Benjamin sold the Donna and just took off. You know, mm-hmm. there is a world that the Donna, you know, they made money off the Donna. Maybe Benjamin's out. Yeah. Okay. So. Hey, we know everybody. Yes. Okay. Um, is this, uh, let's see. Uh, is this Brian? Was that the guy looking on the, on the wake? No, Brian is the guy that was having the baby. Oh, uh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. That's, that's the entire cast of uh, PSL. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Chappelle, let's figure out who is getting a Liddy Award in this episode. Got to be Brian, right? Congratulations, Mazatov. <laughs> yeah, Mazatov. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Mike is back. Donna's. Uh, can we give it to Donna for being the becoming managing partner? She ain't managing partner yet. She got to win yeah, this okay. vote first. Like, we don't know where Gretchen's Rachel's in vote. charge of the associates now. <laughs> I think Har- Harvey's good. dating I think his therapist. Harvey loses. Harvey's out. The therapist is out. Um, is it Mike? D- Mike got yelled at by Oliver. Mm-hmm. I think not Rachel Lewis. Kinda wins. Rachel. Rachel wins. She gets the associates. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like that Donna make- Donna made a power play here. To, Donna like, did make the power play. She made the push. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Th- no way they're gonna not vote Donna through. Come on. This is a foregone conclusion. I mean, I, mean, I wouldn't vote Donna through. <laughs> <laughs> Donna, remember that time you were destroying evidence? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Unless you have some blackmail on us, I'm sorry. You're not getting this. You're mm-hmm. not getting this role. I'm, I'm telling you, if I'm Katrina, I flip the table. If Donna becomes a senior partner. Why yeah. wouldn't she? <laughs> Katrina, her whole entire thing. I don't think they've like, ever had a conversation before. <laughs> because they hate her. They hate mm-hmm. Katrina so much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think we'll ever see the Donna again? No, I hope not. Dear God. <laughs> Maybe, maybe the Donna, maybe the Donna will be Donna's secretary. <laughs> yeah. 
because now Donna needs one because she's a partner. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe. It, who's going to do the secretary work now? Nobody. Yeah, nobody. Maybe Who Donna, was doing it before? Nobody. Yeah. Maybe Donna will hire her own sort of like executive. Yeah. Who's Harvey's secretary? I guess is, is Donna still Harvey's secretary? So uh, actually, so going back to like, yeah. So Jeff, if Jeff Malone had the office next to Jessica, so uh-huh. then if Harvey is in Jessica's office, then Donna having the office next to him would make sense that she could basically uh-huh. like uh, come in and out when she needs to. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So... Oh, yeah, we didn't have a ton of references. Lewis mentioned a uh, slumdog millionaire uh, that uh, we had. He was looking at like some mudding brochures. He was looking for uh, his, his Frida Pinto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, um, I believe it was Gretchen who went in there and was like, hey, you should look at these mudding brochures. I don't understand why you like them. It looks like you're, you know, bathing in excrement, but have at it. And Lewis was like, no, no, no. I don't need that. I don't need a vacation. He definitely needs a vacation. Lewis mm-hmm. needs therapy. Lewis needs therapy. Yeah. I, I don't know if Lewis will ever find happiness until he becomes a whole human. We did see him talking to a therapist on the phone one time. He needs a real therapist. That mm-hmm. is some type of like Maybe could Dr. Agard do it? Mm-hmm. Imagine Harvey and Lewis have the same therapist. Oh, my God. And, and Harvey sleeping with his therapist. You, they yeah. can't be his therapist anymore. I'm sorry. She's fired. I mean, do you feel like that it was realistic? And again, that we are no. uh, not mental health professionals, uh, but no. like would Dr. Agard see Harvey uh, if he was not seeing like she's like, OK, well, like I, I would see you under the condition that you are in therapy right now. You still have issues that you're working through. Like it just feels like very hypocritical for Dr. Agard to. Did, I mean, did she feel like that Harvey has like uh graduated which is not a thing uh that to the point where that like why would she date a man who she felt like that still was very much in need of being in therapy he has a fancy car he's got a lot of money she knows all the bad things about him already it kind of feels like a safe bet for her she's like i I mean yeah yeah he needs therapy but i'm a therapist so i got it if this was the sopranos like in the next episode we would see dr agard with her therapist talking about Mm -hmm. how like and the therapist (laughs) would be like so paula what's going on it's like well you know uh i started seeing somebody uh do you remember i told you about my work with uh harvey specter (laughs) like what the the, the disgraced lawyer that was having the panic attacks like yeah well i'm dating him now like paula Paula, are you dumb? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is stupid. This is stupid. I'm, I don't think I'm not calling Paula stupid, but I think she's a bad therapist. I've been saying that since day one, and I stick. I'll stick to it. Uh, this this woman is not good at her job because this is just an insane thing to do. Like Harvey is obviously going to try to use you as a therapist. That's the whole reason why mm-hmm. y'all even have a connection. The only reason he ever opened up to you is because you were prying at him as a mental health professional that could not share his secrets. This is not going to work, Paula. And if it does, I'm judging him and the writers of the show. I don't know if I can necessarily parse uh, between Dr. Agard being bad at her job and her making toxic choices in her dating life. Like, I feel like uh, I could think I come down more as like that she is making very questionable decisions in her personal life. I think that her personal life and her dating life, I mean, her and her job have just overlapped in a way mm-hmm. that just cannot be parsed as well, right? <laughs> like, I, I think in her personal life, she might be a normal human. 
But as far as like the therapy part of it, she just let the therapy life just walk into her personal life, drive up in a car, get out and just kiss her in the mouth. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like well, it's, lady, it is hard to meet somebody in New York City. Is it? There's a billion <laughs> people there. Like, I, I, I honestly, I think it's it's possible not to meet people. Yeah, in New York well, City. You, you know, look, uh, for, you know, a, attractive, like uh, well-to-do women that seemingly like own property in New York City. Like it can be hard to meet people. In, in what way? <laughs> this woman is rich. Yes, she's rich. I said it. She's rich in New York. And she's attractive. I think she's fine. I think mm-hmm. she. I think she will be okay. I think she can find someone that she is not uh, professionally connected to to date. Mm-hmm. This All is right. dumb. Allah. <laughs> uh, they also mentioned the Jedi Council, um, where uh, Mike uh, is uh, accused of trying to hang lightsabers on the wall uh, by Harvey. So yes, uh, I can't imagine that uh, like Mike and Harvey like are you know keeping up with all these Star Wars uh, prequels and all this stuff. But oh, I uh, know Mike is. Mike is maybe not Mike Harvey. Is definitely Mike has seen the Clone Wars. Yeah. All right, the t- the animated series. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. All right. So we uh, I don't have any current feedback here for this episode. Uh, this might have to do with uh, us trying to get a little ahead with uh, Thanksgiving coming up. But if you still have feedback about this episode, still uh, send it in. Uh, if we don't cover it here today, we can still get into it uh, from previous episodes. Uh, looking back uh, a little bit, uh, my dusty books says uh, about the Donna Chappelle. Uh, I'm with Rob on the Donna. It's a fun, silly storyline for Donna, who hasn't been much of a secretary lately. Uh, she <laughs> totally needs something to keep her relevant in the show. In season six, uh, Rachel is probably my favorite version of Rachel's character, especially when she gets serious uh, while Mike and Donna are being silly or quoting movies. Yeah, no, I, big, a big Rachel fan for me, like at the end of the season, for sure. I definitely was uh, because... Prior to this, I mean, Rachel, Rachel is the reason why we say stand up so much on this podcast, mm-hmm. right? We, we have just been begging her to like have a backbone for so long. And now it does feel like she's coming into her own. She's focusing more on what she wants to focus on. We're not seeing a lot of her crying about Mike Ross and his everyday moves. They actually seem kind of well adjusted as a couple. Um, you know, he's like, I'm going to a model party with a bunch of models and, and vodka. And she's kind of like, Okay, well, I wish you would have told me, but it's fine. You know, like it's, yeah. it's you know, it's, it's not, it's not crazy. So even on into season seven, I think this is the best Rachel that we've been getting. And yeah, as far as Donna needing something to do, we just gave her something massive to do, which is become senior partner of this law firm. Chappelle, also, my dusty book said, uh, if the cast of Suits were cast in a season of Survivor, uh, which former castaway would they want to model their strategy after? Uh, So let me, okay, so let me just jump off of that question, which I think is tough to answer. Okay, Uh, if the cast of Suits were playing Survivor, who would win? I think in a vacuum, Donna wins. Yes. Like, like, like in a vacuum. In a vacuum, yeah. But, but. I do think that if there's just like an all-star season, Donna has no chance. You know, like they're like, why would we let her get to the end? You know, and we mm-hmm. all love Donna. We all look at each other. Cause the thing with suits is that they're all horrible people, people, right? So they're not going to let the good person, the good person, quote unquote, mm-hmm. get to the yeah. end. So, right. so Donna's walking around telling everybody what they need. And then about, about final five, they look at Donna and go, What? You know, I don't know <laughs> if we need to do it. 
but I think the idea no, of a nope. Suits brand steel is fun. <laughs> well, what would be the theme? Is it heroes versus villains? Is it like uh, we put everybody? They, well, is it basically like it's like Pierce Inspector Lit versus the Rogues Gallery? So it's like basically like the Heroes Tribe is like everybody from P. It's like PSL P versus the world. Is that what we uh, maybe would want to do? Where. Uh, I'd do it. I'd do it, but not on this podcast. I think Suits to Yourself is a very specific thing. Mm -hmm. That would have to be an offshoot on something on PSR that we could do for later on. Maybe mm -hmm. we do it after we're done. Yeah. Um, but I'm just trying to think of what would be the right theme for the season. I, I like uh, like uh, PSL versus the world where basically, I, I do too. you know, you put everybody like all of the protagonists, all the heroes on the one tribe. And then it's like the other tribe is like Daniel Hardman, Travis Tanner, uh, you know, uh, uh, Eric Roberts, Darby. yeah, yeah. Where does Scotty fit in? Scotty on the villain. She'd tribe? have to. No, I think we'd have to get her on the PSL tribe to like uh, round things out. Katrina is there. Uh, Again, where does Katrina fit in? Katrina, I think Katrina is is there. Like, I I feel like it's maybe it's, dark horse pick. Yeah, even Robert Zane, I feel like would probably be like. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you could put him like a, we have to see uh, how the, the cast is working out. Like, I think we probably end up with more men than women, uh, you know. No, not on this show. <laughs> hey, listen, Anita Gibbs is going to make an immunity run. Anita Gibbs. Yeah. <laughs> I think we could feel, I think we could do pretty decent if we if we could if we actually wanted to cast this. I mean, we're very we're very far off the off the tracks here. But yeah. I think that. I, I would I would enjoy the thought, you know. I think the, it's the it, it might be more fun to cast it than uh than to actually play it out. Right. Cast it and then just simulate the whole thing and just see mm -hmm. who wins. Yeah. You know? All right. Chappelle, uh anything else for you about the season seven premiere? Nope. I have no clue what we're about to do next. I'm really interested in this Donna storyline. Uh, we don't really talk a lot about Mike and Rachel getting married, but it's coming soon. And okay. so uh, I'm assuming that's going to be one of the highest points of this season. And so I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see how it goes. All right. Here we are. It's episode 93, uh, just seven episodes away from episode 100. Uh, the big milestone for us as we enter triple digits of suits from July 12th, 2017. That's skin in the game. We'll be back uh, to talk about season seven, episode two tomorrow the statue so thank you so much for joining us i'm at rob sesternino and we are also on a mission for 100 reviews by 100 episodes you can do that at suitspodcast.com and of course uh we appreciate your feedback go to suitspodcast.com slash feedback take care everybody have a good one bye peace